0: I want to let you know that once we reach episode 100, I am going to be taking a short break. I haven't taken a break since this podcast started, so I'm going to take a little bit of time to recharge and possibly make some improvements to the podcast. In the meantime, please keep sending me your messages. I always appreciate them. And go back and listen to some of the older episodes. You never know how something is going to resonate with you again, or what new information you might get from an episode. And if you haven't yet, I would really appreciate a five-star rating if you feel like leaving one, letting people know about the podcast, helping me grow so I can continue to help more people. All right, let's get into it. This week I wanted to talk to you about what might be going on if somebody makes a comment or an observation or gives you a piece of advice that makes you feel mad or defensive. There might be something going on here, so today we're going to take a look at this. In 2019, I was experiencing some very odd symptoms: dizziness, sudden fatigue, I would lose my peripheral vision, I was experiencing swelling, just some very random symptoms. And I went to my primary care doctor and he couldn't figure out what was going on with me. And he told me, go talk to my GYN. And I did. And she kind of looked me over and asked a few more questions. And she said, you know, I really think that you have developed an aversion to caffeine. Your body doesn't know how to process and handle caffeine appropriately anymore and you should give it up. and my immediate reaction was to be mad at her. You see, I only had one regular-sized cup of coffee six days a week, and that was it. That was my caffeine intake. I didn't drink soda. I didn't drink sweet tea. How could I, drinking a very moderate amount of caffeine, have developed an intolerance or aversion to caffeine? That didn't make any sense, right? That's, that's what people who drink caffeine all day long experience, not me. And she told me to go home, take some time to withdraw from caffeine, and just take note of what happens. And I will be very honest with you. I left. I called my best friend. I said, you won't believe what my doctor just told me. I feel like she didn't even take me seriously. What a joke diagnosis. I was mad. So I go home and I decide I'm cutting caffeine cold turkey. It shouldn't be that hard anyway. I drink one cup a day. I mean, come on, right? By day four, I am having the worst headache I've ever had in my entire life. My body feels like I cannot function. This is awful. I feel like I'm going through withdrawal. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that I'm having this experience. This lasted until day 10. By day 11, I actually started to feel pretty good. By day 15, I was feeling pretty amazing. All my symptoms were gone. All those weird physical things that were happening were not happening anymore. I was sleeping better. I was feeling more energized throughout my day. I wasn't crashing later on in the day. It was amazing. So my follow-up appointment comes to go see my GYN, and I tell her, I was mad at you, but you were 100% right, and I feel amazing now. And she lets me know that so many women over the age of 35 actually develop this intolerance to caffeine, and it's a very real thing. And I apologized to her for being mad, and she didn't know I was mad, but I still apologized anyways. And I don't drink caffeine anymore. This got me thinking about something that we've talked about on this podcast before, about how when people speak the truth or poke at something we believe— It hurts, but if they say something we know is absurd or untrue, it doesn't hurt. And it made me wonder if that can also be true with things like this, that we get a very real and defensive reaction to truths we don't want to hear, even if we don't even realize there's truth in it. I had another experience with this in my coaching life, where I was at an event with a lot of very prestigious coaches and I was having a really wonderful discussion with a coach on a higher bracket, higher tier than I am, and we were connecting, and it seemed to be going really well. We were having a wonderful conversation, and kind of out of the blue, she says to me, you know, until X changes, your business cannot grow. And I immediately got defensive, because it wasn't like X was something like, Actually make sure your clients pay you or make sure you're actually telling people what you do, the obvious things that would affect business growth. This was something very personal. I was very taken aback. I was hurt. I was definitely defensive. And I ended the conversation right there with her. It didn't even occur to me to ask her why she would say something like that. And granted, her delivery was off. Her timing was off. We were not close enough for her to say something like that. But here's the thing. The farther I got into my coaching career, the more I realized she's right. She was absolutely right in what she said. And I actually believe now that she said it from a place of love, understanding that if she didn't say it right then, she might not get a chance to say it again. And it was something that I did need to hear. So here's the thing, right? How do we know When it's something hurtful that we do need to hear versus something hurtful that we can dismiss. How do we know the difference? When I started looking into this for myself, I actually wasn't able to find a lot initially. And that's part of how I knew that at some point this had to be a topic. So here is what I found that I want you to know. The first thing is that all wounds hurt. All wounds hurt. So if any type of comment is causing you pain or discomfort, causing you to feel defensive, that is a very clear indication that that is a place of pain. Even if your head is telling you it's not something that's real, even if all the knowledge that you have is telling you this isn't something that you need to worry about, I'm here to suggest take a step back, take a really good giant step back so you can honestly look at this thing, turn it over in your head, consider possibilities, because you might be very surprised what you find. I want to be really clear here, I am not suggesting that at two in the morning you're laying in bed, replaying that insult, re-experiencing that hurt, re-experiencing that embarrassment or defensiveness, and then getting lost in that sensation that's making you feel bad about yourself. I'm suggesting during the day with a journal or notebook or a trusted friend or family member taking a healthy look at this. Giving yourself permission to be objective instead of defensive. That defensiveness wants things to stay the same, which means you can't heal whatever is going on there. So you have to get past that defensiveness or look at this despite the defensiveness to see what might be true there. This truth might be literally their exact comment. It may have brushed up against a truth or been close cousins to a truth that you need to look at. And that's why that step back is very important because when you're in it, It's so hard to see what is really going on. Here are some important things to understand about why this process is so necessary. How we do one thing is how we do everything. How we see one thing is how we see everything. The truths we believe about ourselves affect the decisions that we make and the people we hang out with and the things that we choose to do. This is even true for our physical health. If you're anxious, stressed, frustrated, Enraged, lonely, depressed. Your gut is going to be affected. Your head is going to be affected. Your overall health is going to be affected. Everything is intertwined. For me, that first cup of coffee in the morning was like a security blanket. It's also what made me feel like I had the confidence to tackle the day because I'd had my caffeine, right? And so being told I couldn't have that anymore, I didn't want to hear that. But the reality is that very caffeine was what was causing me to feel like I needed a boost and needed a security blanket. I wanted to be able to build my coaching business on my knowledge and my empathy and my experiences. I wanted to be able to work on myself and grow my business. I wanted it to be isolated from the other aspects and people in my life because I wanted to protect this beautiful little baby of a business I was starting to build with my coaching. But just as it is with all growing things, my business is and was affected by the other things growing or festering around it. And so I did have to take a look at that and to actually have the business that I wanted, the right decision was not to double down, get defensive and protect it. The right answer was to take a look at X and address it and clear it out. The same thing that makes this so scary is the thing that makes it necessary. I want to try real quickly to address one area where we as human beings often get hurt, and it's something we've all dealt with, are dealing with, or are going to deal with. When a loved one is repeatedly saying things to you that are hurtful to you, and it does hurt, and you're listening to me go through this and you're wondering, what is there for me to look at? I'm trying everything I can. They keep saying hurtful things. You can't see what it is you have to look at until you back up. And in these situations, the thing that is standing there needing you to pay attention to it is your expectations. You see, when we're repeatedly hurt by a loved one, the reason is that our expectation does not match reality. How we expect them to behave, the way we expect them to treat us does not match the reality that they're coming in at. And so it continues to hurt you. When your expectations matches the reality that they continue to deliver to you, it stops hurting because you aren't shocked or surprised by their behavior. And from that position of having a new expectation where the reality is consistently meeting that, then you can evaluate what this relationship is to you here moving forward. So that's just one little example of an area where you might be feeling hurt and you need to look at what's actually going on, what the stepping back process will reveal to you, and the new behavior you can take so that you're not being hurt anymore. One of the things I keep saying to you, and I will continue to say it to you because this is how you take control of your life, you have more control than you think you do. You have so much control, even when it comes to what hurts you. And you get to decide When something hurts, are you going to allow there to be a wound and ignore what may be at the source of that? Or are you going to see this as an opportunity for you to make yourself just a bit stronger, just a bit better, and really give yourself permission to get curious about what is going on inside of you and what's making you tick so that you can thoroughly thrive at life? You may have similar experiences to mine, where you had these moments of being defensive or angry or hurt at something somebody else said, and then weeks, months, years later, you realize, oh wow, (laughs) yeah, oops, they were right. They were, they were onto something there. And if it has taken you that long, that's fine, okay? You still made it. And use that as proof to back up what I am telling you right now. Those comments... Those statements and observations don't hurt if there isn't something there. To be clear, I'm not saying their comment is always right. I am saying there's always something to look for that's being triggered by what they're saying. Maybe they said something like, I could never see you running your own business, and it hurt. However, what you need to look at is, are you fully believing you can run your own business? Are you actively taking the steps you need to take to have a successful business? Are you setting yourself up for failure and that's why their comment hurt? Do some gentle digging. Ask yourself some questions. Be okay with the answers. Journal what is coming up for you to help you go deeper and reflect. Have that trusted individual to be a sounding board for you and help you think of the questions, and help you turn around your answers and figure out what your truth is, and what lie might be lurking in the mix, there is peace and confidence waiting for you at the end of this. And the next time somebody says something hurtful, and it does hurt, instead of getting angry and defensive and dwelling on the hurt, you get to say, ah, there's something for me to look at here. How can I improve myself? How can I get myself to position where that kind of a statement won't hurt in the future? I know these are 15-minute episodes. These are really short doses of some self-esteem truths. So if you're ever wanting more information, you have questions, or you want to see how walking through this process would be beneficial with a coach, then please reach out to me. I am here to help you. You are my reason for being here. Your goal this week is to find one of these hurts and do a little bit of gentle, loving, compassionate digging, see what comes up for you, see what adjustment you need to make in your own life so that that comment doesn't hurt anymore. Thanks for showing up today, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.